0: Welcome to Soul Centered. I almost said The Defiant Spirit or Ariella Halevi, but this is Soul Centered, our podcast. We probably need to come up with a new name for it, but nonetheless, you got, you got us, Ariella Halevi and Baro Halevi, and we are back by demand.
1: <laughs> yes, we are. And we definitely need to come up with a new name, right? I think it's time.
0: So any, all of you, millions of listeners out there listening, we are taking votes into a new name for our podcast. So think about it. I'm, I'm thinking it's called he and she, and we deal with masculine and feminine spirituality, Um, but open to suggestions. So anyways, let's get into it.
1: All right. So today we're going to talk about something maybe maybe my listeners have heard about and and kind of deal with maybe some of your list your listeners borrow haven't heard about it um but it's this concept of living in a 5d consciousness and so we're going to describe what the heck does that actually mean and how does that affect your life and how can that enhance your life and make it so much better and allow you to live in a place in this, here's another term, 3D world, right? How can you live 5D in a 3D world? Now, don't hang up and don't shut down if you don't know what we're talking about because we're gonna explain all about what that means and how to raise your vibration because that's not a spiritual woo-woo thing, that's an actual thing inside of your body We all have a frequency that lives within us. And when we raise that frequency, just, you know, just kind of on a simple level, you're probably happier, right? Things happen for you in a way that makes you feel more fulfilled. You walk around the earth feeling this world, feeling like you are more happy, content, grounded, rooted, et cetera. Um, Any thoughts on that?
0: Um, I definitely think most of my listeners have not heard of 5d. It's a term that's been around for quite some time, but I think it's really taken root as of late. Um, so yeah, let's just stick around. Um, we will navigate between the woo of the 5d world cause it can go real woo woo. And then there's me. I like to say my slogan is I borrowed it from the state of Florida where woo comes to die. So, <laughs> um,
1: I will, yes, but I would also say that woo woo can be very grounded. You there's you know, there's a term, I think there's a book written called Grounded Spirituality. And I would say that part of what we're going to talk about today is being a very human, grounded person and like yourself, Baruch, and still be very woo-woo in your own special way.
0: So it doesn't matter what you call it. We're going to describe it. And I think that's how we'll meet in the middle because it makes sense um, when you and I have had conversations, when you come from your sort of vantage point, I think you represent a lot of people out there. And I come from my vantage point. I represent a lot of people out there. Oftentimes, not always falls along um, the XXXY chromosome thing. So I think that that's interesting to explore. But um, bottom line is let's talk, let's get into 3D, 4D, 5D.
1: Okay. So let's talk first about what 3D means. You know, let's, even if we take those 3D, what's 3D, 4D, 5D? Let's kind of take those definitions out to just make it really simple. Let's start with 3D. 3D, if you're I like to say when, if you are our age, you know, in your 50s or older, 3D to me is like living in the 80s, right? It's just like what you see is what you get. 3D is that you wake up every morning and you go, you get dressed, you read the newspaper, right? I'm just thinking about my childhood. You go to work, you go to school, you eat, you live. You die.
0: You go to the no, mall. No. What do you say? You go to the mall. You were from Encino. You're a valley girl.
1: Okay. You go to the mall and then you die. <laughs> but I mean, really 3D is a, it's a dimension on this, that where we live, it's a state of mind. It's an energy. It's an existence that um, is very simply put. It's, it's, what is actually happening happening on this earth is actually what's happening. It's a pure physical state of being, right? You are an individual that is separate from others. You are in your own world. You are separate from others, and it's a pure physical state. This is your body, and when this body goes, that's it. You're gone.
0: I'd also think of it as, you can think of it as the 80s, or you can think of it as the morning of life. For those of you who used to hang in there with us, we quoted oftentimes Carl Jung's morning of life, afternoon of life, evening of life, stages of life. And the morning of life is both physiological, biological, This first half of life, call whatever you want. Um, But it's also a state of consciousness. It's a different set of goals and rules. It's like Ariella said, it's like what you see is what you get. Um, No judgment. Like when you're in the morning of life, you're supposed to be in the morning of life. When you're in 3D in this world, walking around in the flesh suit, that's what you're supposed to be doing. The question is, is that the only dimension? Is that the only reality? Is that the only way to be in the world? And that's obviously where we're going.
1: Yeah. And I would say... You know, for some people, it makes them happy to live in this physical state. It's, And if it makes you happy, and this is the way you've always done it, again, that is your way. And we all come with different needs and wants, and our, everybody's soul is different. My feeling is when 3D makes you unhappy, then are you willing to open to the next stage? But first, still kind of coming into 3D, I also think about the morning of life as survival of the fittest right it's like i want to get to a certain area or financial status in my work and there's not enough to go around so i'm going to compete compete and use my energy and use my my physicality to get to where i need to go right it's it's about Social status, it's about making that money. And again, money's not bad. Money's amazing. But if they're... Also in 3D, there can be a lot of pain. There can be a lot of emotions that are difficult to to manage. So it's a very physical and emotional place to be. It just doesn't... We don't skim the surface. Does that make sense?
0: So again, yes, 3D is this world, it's what you see is what you get. It's um, the morning of life, the first half of life. I'm just going to challenge your statement that if you're happy, so be it. Um, I, I think that absolutely you're playing your part. You're in your lane up until a certain point. And for Jung, that was 40. And Kabbalah also says 40. And I think that's just a dividing line. For some people, it's 20 for some people, it never comes. But, you know, life is a bell curve. And so putting, you know, that sort of bell curve on 40, thereabouts, it's totally Im- necessary. Not even okay. It's necessary. You have to accumulate enough, as Eckhart Tolle says, um, pain body, right? Physical struggle, this worldly suffering. All the stuff that comes with it, you know, the the learning, the experience, blah, blah, blah. However, if you continue on into the afternoon of life, as Jung says, trying to live like the morning of life, living by those goals, living by those rules, A, it's not real happiness. B, you're not even here to be happy and you're causing a lot of unhappiness. And I really think that that's partially where we are going in our conversation and the work we do is to help people cross that threshold into that next chapter, into that next stage of development, which will get us towards 5D. Does that make sense?
1: That does make sense. And I would say that's the bridge, right? What you're starting to walk into is I've lived my life this way for most of my life. I was raised this way, right? Especially if you come from the 80s. But I I was raised this way, and now suddenly... I am awakening to a different state of being suddenly. And for some people going from this 3D, everything is physical state of being to a, to a bridge to the 5D for some of us, it's because things outside of us have shaken us awake, right? So for some of us, we've had grief. We've lost people, divorce, death, tragedy, trauma, your teas that you talk about, Trauma, tragedy,
0: trials. Yeah, most. most. (laughs)
1: Um, You know, those external ways, those external issues that arise as you go through life do startle us into a different layer or a different state of being. And Go ahead. Keep going. So sometimes we're jostled awake, forced awake. Sometimes we have an awakening and age doesn't matter. We just open and we awaken, right? Like I feel like I had my awakening when I was like 24 years old. I, I can't tell you why. I mean, I know the story around it, but it wasn't a tragedy. It was just like, okay, this is where we're going, but it's been a process. So we get to this 4D state.
0: I I would just challenge that one statement. You said that you had awakening. I'd say you were waking. I don't think you can awaken Prior to that 40, D sort of transition period, I think you had waking moments, right? We all have waking moments. I don't mean, I don't mean, I'm, you know, like I'm sure some people will feel like this is ageism. I just don't meet that many people south of 40 who are truly awakened. And I think it's part of the necessary journey. That's why Kabbalah says you have to hit that 40-ish mark, to have enough accumulated experience energy because we're getting into energy too. Right. And I just don't think you have enough to work with. So I don't, I, I think you can have wakings, but not an awakening.
1: I agree. And I, I agree. And I, I mean, I think about my awakening or, I mean, for me, what I was thinking about was the initial thing that woke me up. Right. And, it and, from that awakening point, right? It wasn't loss, it wasn't death. It was like this moment and I remember it distinctly. And yes, I mean, I look at myself at 51 versus my awakened self at 35 and it's apples and oranges. It's just life experience, of course, absolutely.
0: But that's why um, i think it's it's wakings or it's stirrings or it's you know it's like in the morning when you're waking up it's like you hit the snooze 65 times how do um, you know and i feel like it's the snooze button factor when you're stirring in the morning as a human being all of us and we have these moments where we're awake but we want to go back to sleep i I like, i i talk to guys all the time who are hitting the snooze button of life trying to get a few more hours back in the morning, but being pulled to wake up in the afternoon. This is, this is a good metaphor. I'm, I'm going with that.
1: <laughs> you like this? This is information for your practice. Um, yeah, I do agree. But I, I do think that there is a moment in time, and we don't all have them at 25, but there's a moment in time when we are shaken awake, when something outside of us wakes us up. You're right. And then, okay, so we're saying similar things. Yes. Um, And then we come into this 4D place. Now, this is when I do think we spend a lot of years potentially in 4D because we've had this awaken, awakened state. We've woken up for whatever reason. And then we become aware of, oh, wait a second. So it's not just me physically here. There's energy me. But the biggest thing is there's emotional me. Now I know you're going to make fun because I'm an energy I'm an enneagram 4 and I'm all about the emotions but I will say that <laughs> I will say that um the experiences that I've had just with clients and just all the the readings that I've done about this 4d is the therapeutic state right it's the it's the kind of the tunnel or the cycle we get in of ec- of exploring our own navel, right? Like you can get really caught up in yourself in 4D. You are you feel awakened and yet you, we kind of can't get out of our own way. Like we see the patterns, we see the beliefs, we see the blocks, we know we've done a lot of therapy so we know where they come from. Our mom did this, our dad did this. We come from here, we come from here, but we can't get out of our own story. We believe that our story will always travel with us and we get caught up. I mean, I think you and I have spent years in that 4D space. Like we're awakened, but we're not quite in that. Like, is there something else going to help me here?
0: So 3D morning of life world as you know it, as you're listening to this, you don't have to really work that hard to understand it. Just watch um, Desperate Housewives or whatever the uh, reality shows are that people watch. You know, that's not a reality show. But it's just that world. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just you you know it when you see it. And then 5D, which we'll get to, but you can think of it as heaven on earth, as this esoteric, spiritual, woo-woo wow place, whatever. It's the 4D is really, I think, where most of us who are listening to this podcast, most of you are in life. It's not morning. It's not afternoon. It's like this process in between crossing back and forth. And, you know, as I've explored it, studied it, read about it, lived it, it's all of the connective tissues, all of those things that I would call pull the, or the, the, the tug, the tug on your 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 deeper self, your knowing, your your soul, whatever you want to call it. It's that piece of you that just it knows there's something more. You may not be able to articulate it. You may not have ma- you definitely have not mastered it in four D, but you catch glimpses of it.
1: Yeah, I I also see that it's uh, it's like that healthy lifestyle, right? You adopt a healthier lifestyle. Maybe you do yoga and meditation, and and you you touch on these pieces, right? So you start. It's the connective tissue. You start to you start to enter into a more healthier place for your body and your soul, you start to understand, you start to read and and understand that there's more than just the physical body, but it's still like, okay, well, how do I incorporate, how do I go to a deeper place so that it's not just me running the show? Because still, even though we're meditating and doing yoga and eating a salad, right? There's still, we're still in our story.
0: Yeah, and I and I want to sort of like just really flesh out a little bit this idea because just because you have Lulus and shop at Whole Foods and do yoga doesn't mean you're out of morning, right? You can still be in the morning and it's all the outward form. And so, and I know what, that's not what you're saying. I just want to point out that there's a there's a lot of that going on right now.
1: Where well, it's that pretend- is what I'm saying. I think.
0: Yeah, it's pretending. It's pretending that we're in 5D, but we're still in 3D. 4D is, to me, the, def- the litmus test of whether or not you're touching on 4D is whether I have moved from what Martin Buber says, I it to I thou. Am I moving past the form to something or someone bigger? Is this still about me, Baruch Halevi, that I'm in 3D? Again, nothing wrong with it until there is is this about something transcendent so doing yoga not just as exercise or so i can look good but because i want to connect with something bigger that's that shift that you're talking about
1: yeah and i would also say just from an energetic point we start in 4d to say okay wait i have intuition like i do have deeper wisdom you know a lot of women that i see they come to me in this in more of a 4d state of I have a lot of physical issues and I've tackled them all in the physical world and nothing changes, right? That's the, the stuff of like, I know there's more here. I want to manifest a healthy lifestyle. I want to man, I want to manifest, I want to grow deeper, but I'm still doing the same things internally that I've always done. And I don't know how to get out of it. So I'm, shopping at the right places. I'm eating the healthy food. I'm, I'm have this healthier lifestyle, but I'm still so stuck. It's like being in a marriage and being stuck in the same communication. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. <laughs> the marriage.
0: Yes. It's. It stuckness.
1: Yeah. There's I mean, I'm going to take marriage actually as an example, because I have a lot of clients that say like we have this, like, I mean, I think you and I, since we've entered three and we've really focused on 5D, like we have a better communication style. You have a better one. I've had one for quite a while. (laughs) I'm just kidding. kidding. But like, look, at they take a marriage or a relationship. You have this dance that you've done for 20 years, right? You know the dance. You know who's going to respond in what way and how she's going to respond and how he's going to respond. You end up in the same space every time right? You have the same conversation in the same exact way. And it's like you're awakened and you're wanting to make it better, but we go back to that same conversation in the same way. And that is 4D. Things are healthier, they're getting better, but you don't quite know how to go past that point. You can only do so much as a physical human being.
0: Yes. For the record, it's we've been married 24 years, five months, three days, and six hours not 20 years so
1: 20 something years of your life
0: so yes and the energy around that let's talk about that because that to me is sort of the fundamentals of all of this 3d vibrates at a lower energy level by definition it's it's this worldly you can only get so far let's talk about marriage it's the difference between having sex with somebody you don't know or somebody you hardly know and making love to your spouse. They're not, there may be the same activity, but they're different vibrations. Anybody who's had both of those knows exactly what I'm talking about. So there's an energetic quality to that. And, you know, it's a lower vibration and a higher vibration in 3D and 5D. Now, 4D is this sort of exploration of how to, how to, bring more of that into this because I'm still in the 3d world and I'm going to live here and I'm not going to a monastery to disappear on a mountaintop. So I got to live in the 3d world. How do I start bringing 5d into this world? And that's that 4d bridge bridges.
1: Right. And so let's kind of like now go tipping over into the 5d though. So I have a couple ways of seeing 5d. I think the biggest the biggest thing that I teach when we step into this higher vibration is talking about it physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So spiritually, a higher state of consciousness on all three levels means that there is a a divine God, soul energy source that comes from something more than me, efforting, and efforting, and using my intuition, which, by the way, is still efforting, right? That's not quite, yes, intuition is the bridge to a higher state of consciousness, and when we invite this higher state of being, source, God, whatever you want to call it, down into the 3D, right? Into, your body does not want to be physical, does not want to be seen as a physical 3D body, Your body has energy centers, chakras, right? Most of you have heard of that. Energy centers in your body that are like electrical outlets that connect into this higher vibration, which is the divine. So 5D, energetically, when we understand that and start experiencing that by inviting it in, right, allowing it, opening our minds to it, we then give permission for the energy of the divine to flow through us. That's how we bridge or how we bring 5D into 3D because your body still needs to live here. We're not living on the other side. We are here. So we have to walk in our bodies as more conscious people. So do you want me to stop there? Do you have anything to say? Cause I don't want to go into the emotions of it.
0: Um, the Enneagram. Okay, can I bring in the Enneagram please? You yeah. um, can. So the Enneagram is 3D in the way we think of it usually, which is, I am a one, I am a two, I am a nine. Those are just different energies. And we've identified so heavily with them as survival strategies. So I say, I'm an eight, I'm a challenger. That's 3D consciousness because that's who I am. I have put this framework, this box, this number around me, call it your body, whatever you want to call it, it's finite. It's finite. Right. The work of 5D is infinite, infinite, beyond the finite, and it's transcendent. And so the real work of the Enneagram is not that you're a number, it's that all nine of these, divine emanations, source, energy, whatever you want to call it, is available to us. And when we're in 5D consciousness, we are more, we have more access to all of that energy as opposed to this one survival tactic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it feels almost, even with talking about the Enneagram, it feels like when you enter into 5D, it's like your consciousness or your energy field, because we all have an energy field, it's like expansive, right? It's like physical is just right here. But when you bring in the expansive, like when you bring in the 5D, the consciousness of I am more than my number, I am more than my body, I am more than what you see, I don't have to push as hard. That's a big thing for women is the, I mean, I know it's for men too, but the nervous system just exerts itself. What if you didn't have to push and what if time was not limit, not limiting, but endless, right? What if you came from this place of unconditional love? How would that feel to you to live in your body, to be in this world?
0: And those are different sets of rules, operating systems. You know, it's, um, the difference is, I think Wayne Dyer or maybe Eckhart Tolle, somebody said, 3D is essentially I am a human being at moments having spiritual experience. And 5D is I'm a spiritual being at moments having a human experience. Right. And they're different paradigms. One is your essence spirit, all this, you know, other stuff, this vibrating energy. That's who you are. And in 3D, we catch glimpses of it, but let's just be honest, it's not who I am. That's just where I can get to doing yoga, doing meditation, doing intuition, whatever the doings. That's a morning of life. That's a 3D operating system, doing, 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 doing.
1: Right, exactly. So yes, you come into more of this being state. A lot of us don't know how to do that because we are always in doing. And literally, it's about taking back our power to go into a being state it is carving out it is saying no to all the things that you watch see read experience that are not good for you or that need it's like putting an energetic boundary around all the doing for parts of the day or on the weekend or whenever you do it so that's the perception of time right time expands when we do carve out that's why i love going to the mountains because but I can do it outside in nature too, is just to expand my perception of time and just, you know, let go of all the things and just be and let, and watch the nervous system calm down. The other part of this is the power of our thoughts, right? Our our emotional body and our mind is so programmed to um, pushing to competing To the idea that there's just this amount, this is mine and that is yours and that's how we're going to live instead of like, how about like expansion of what is mine is what is yours and what is ours and the power of your thought process starts to shift but we're also you're not efforting your mind you're allowing it's like going to get a chiropractic adjustment I think I've said this before, where Suddenly the mind is not the one in charge. The spirit and your soul starts to become bigger, right? Spiritual being your spirit and your spirit and your soul start to interact so that you can be more expansive and your mind and your body follow its lead.
0: Expansion and contraction, morning of life or 3D consciousness as you're saying, it's finite. It's all about contraction, right? And that means somebody wins, somebody loses, I get smaller, right? And there's just, this is this battle. Whereas 5D, and it's hard to describe, but you know it when you're in it. You know it when you're in this 5D moment where it's just expansive. There's no zero-sum game. Somebody has to win, somebody has to lose, right? It's love. Love isn't diminished when you give it, it just expands by definition. And I've been working a lot with guys who are in the afternoon of life and they're trying to leave behind the morning. And one of the things that we come to that is almost like the the final thing that cuts the shackles, binding them to that 3D consciousness, that morning of life being is self-transcendence. If you don't find something bigger than yourself to serve, to give unconditionally, you can't make it to that destination. And for these guys, it just resonates when it's no longer about them. Mm -hmm. It's about thou. It's about other. It's about expansion.
1: Right. I mean, it is a kind of like this oneness consciousness. And I think like in that, you know, I, I kind of hear people saying, but how do I get there and how do I stay there? Right. Like, how do I choose? Well, part of it is choosing, but how do I, how do I get to 5d and how do I stay there when in, especially in a world that feels so chaotic? So maybe we can talk a little bit about like how to fine tune your energy so that it starts to, you know, our bodies and our energies is, they vibrate on patterns and we want to break up some of those old patterns and start to bring in some new patterns. So why don't we kind of talk about like how to maintain your energy field in 5D? What would you suggest?
0: Well, I would suggest by starting with a better, I don't know, framework or goal, you'll never sustain it. It's not possible. Maybe when you die, I don't know what's on the other side. I'll let you know when I get there. I'll communicate through Arielle or my sister. But until then, all you can do is get rid of that expectation that somehow, it. because by definition, that's making it static. It's like when you talk about God. There's no such thing as God. G-O-D doesn't exist. The moment you say G-O-D, you've now put a name tag on the infinite. All we can do is talk about the Kabbalists, say, the experience. Experience of the divine. What is God's name? God doesn't have a name. It says in the Bible, I will be that I will be. It's a verb. So for me, that's the starting point. 5D consciousness is a verb, it's not a noun. And it's got to be constantly fluid and moving. And if I get attached to, there it is, take the picture, I've now left the picture.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I'll go with that is the expectation right like i'm always going to stay in 5d is not realistic right and so how do we have more moments so we re- recalibrate towards that really that is goal is to recalibrate towards that and we're always going to come back and move forward and so one thing that you said i'm going to piggyback on is like i'm wait i found it i'm in it i'm done and that's the judgment of ourselves right the surefire way to step out of a higher vibrational frequency is to self-judge yes you will self-judge yes i'm sure we could talk about judging others but first and foremost the judgment of self the expectation we put on each on ourselves the box we put ourselves in kills the vibration so Self-love and self-compassion are number one, right? And that's how, yes, you will continue to go down your mind thoughts where you're like, oh, I don't like myself or why'd I do that? Why'd I make that choice? If you can work on self-compassion, something small that I do every single night, and I swear it does help, is I go to bed and he's already sleeping. And so I go to bed and I, I know this, I mean, maybe this not work for everybody, but I first of all, I clear my energy from the day because I have a lot of people in my space. So I just, you know, whatever you can do to clear your own energy, that's a whole other talk. And I put my arms around myself. I know you can't fully see, but like I give myself a hug or I put my hand on my belly and my heart and I kind of go through the day and I just send love to myself for all the mistakes I made and all the things I did. And I literally go through a whole discussion with myself about how much I love myself. Because our minds, when they say to ourselves, when we say to ourselves, I don't love you, or I don't like you, I I hate my body, or I hate my life, or I hate my job, hate my whatever. The mind, the body only hears, "I I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. So the first and foremost to stay and to recalibrate towards 5D is, is compassion and self-love. Yes. Yeah, are you going to argue with me?
0: No, I'm just trying to think of um, my version of that. Cause that does definitely does not resonate with me. <laughs> um, and it sounds totally like you. Um, so, Mine is, you know, I'm talking to lots and lots of guys these days about their inability to go to the mirror and look at themselves in the eyes. It's uncanny. It's staggering. Almost every guy I start working with says, I can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean you can't do that? I can't go to the mirror and look at myself in the eyes because I have so much regret, shame, fill in the blank and to you know that to me is the version for me that resonates of going to the mirror and saying you know like I I respect you you're doing the best you can I, I love you like keep going the fact that you're still above ground that you're still fighting that you're still in the arena and getting back up for your family and you're you know dealing with another day of sobriety whatever your you know arena is like to me that is how you acknowledge that it's always imperfect, right? It's it's about embracing the imperfection as part of the perfectness of it all. And I think that's a, such an important point, especially in this sort of new agey Enneagram 7 solar-powered spiritual world we live in, because it's supposed to be sunny out and in our spiritual lives all the time. And I think a lot of people are beating them the crap out of themselves because they can't do that. You know how many times I talk, people say, I just can't meditate. I lose, I I drift. And then I get mad at myself. I'm like, we've set the bar so impossibly high that you're just a failure now in your spiritual life.
1: So you're saying the same thing. You're just saying it in a masculine, more masculine way is release the judgment from yourself on your spiritual life, on your success, on your failures, we do we do such a number right and you're right sometimes life is not pretty and it's not rosy and it's cannot you can't put those spiritual you know those spiritual glasses on and pretend that things aren't happening it's how will you bring yourself into what is happening right oh. how will you get to know yourself accept and love yourself and understand yourself with the help of the divine, right? I see it as it's not about shying away or running away or pretending. It's loving yourself. Like, I think for me, I couldn't fully love myself until I recognized that the light within me is deeply connected to this infinite being that is timeless energy forever, right? And once I've, used and pray and prayer is like a spiritual technology that is so powerful. And once I understood that I can connect myself with this energy, it's not just me running the show because us just running the show is it's too hard to look in the mirror, right? So to stay in this, to recalibrate to this consciousness is to look at the real world. It's real life, spiritual groundedness and say, how can I bring my energy to it in a different way by using the co-creative relationship with the divine, with this energy?
0: And and, and I'll, I'll wrap up on my end by saying that 5D consciousness is oftentimes talked about as if it's the absence of darkness, the absence of struggle, the absence of suffering, Absolutely not, because 5D consciousness is just simply saying that there's a there's a Psalm 121. It says God is your shadow. Right. And there's a Kabbalistic take on that. And it says it's not that God is your shadow. God's in the shadows. And your work is to find divinity, sparks, whatever you want to call it, as much in the shadows as you do in the light. Right. And that to me is 5D consciousness. When you no longer think you have to leave the shadows behind to go find the light, but the light is in the shadows and you, you can find that energy no matter your circumstances.
1: A hundred percent. So it's not putting your, cause it's not, it's not denying that life doesn't, you know, isn't it's not denying that life can be really shitty and really hard it's bringing your full presence right not just your physical part but your your the spiritual the connection to this energy and how would i react to this if i'm to the dark or to whatever the shadow if i knew that i were literally created in the image of the divine if literally my cells vibrated with the energy of the divine, mm-hmm. then how would I bring myself to this situation? It's a completely different way of looking at it. When you understand and when you start to practice this idea that I am not just the physicality, I am literally the created in the image of the divine. So sparks of the divine, or as you said, sparks of light that come from the darkness are literally living inside of me. It's why I am breathing. And that breath is connected to your soul and your soul, your essence is connected to the divine. And so then how would you bring yourself to this real world?
0: And I would just add it before we wrap up, because this really hit me when you were talking. That's how you, as I say, flip the script on the second half of life. You know, the morning of life tells us the first half is the best half and the second half is the sad half. And, you know, you peak at 20 something and it's all downhill from there. And if I judged by what the mirror had to say about the flesh suit, that might be right. I had more hair. I had less flesh. However, 5D consciousness is a way to flip the script by saying the more hair I lose and the more my body starts to descend and the more struggles and darkness and sufferings that I will experience are not A pathway down. It's actually a pathway up because it's, I think of it as morning of life, you're wearing lots of layers, lots of coats, right? And it's a lot. And then life just starts stripping those coats away more and more and more and more. And you just start getting lighter if you're doing this type of work, where the older I get, the further I get from attachment to the coats, to the face, to the stuff. I'm freeing up that energy. I feel lighter. I'm not dragging around all those coats in the hot desert. And, you know, this is what Frankl talks about when he says he was stripped down by the Nazis, his wife and his child and his parents and his possessions and his title. And he was just stripped down to his naked existence. And he said, but essentially what he said was, but I was I was vibrating at a high energy level because they couldn't take my defiant power of spirit. And in many ways, not that you want those things taken from you, but if you're living with this five d consciousness, it's an acceleration in the second half of life, not a deceleration,
1: right, which then you can see the other without the layers, right? Your marriage gets better. your job expands. your your all the the pursuit of your dreams that you did in the morning of life, the go for, it, like the competition, the sweat and tears, they fall away. And what happens is this beautiful expansion that comes from the inside out, it's from the soul, right? It's from your essence place versus oh god, I have gray hair, it's only gonna get worse, which you know it is, but but like then I can then you can see the other and yourself as something eternal.
0: So I'm thinking about a title for this one, and we need to get more hits out there, so I'm gonna call it getting down to your naked existence and getting naked in the second half of life. Because I think that um, we need to rebrand this next act. And when people hear this conversation, my hope is, my takeaway is that it's, I want more of that, right? And it becomes exciting and it becomes, and not just like to, I don't want this to be motivational, Right. That's from the outside. I want it to be inspirational where you genuinely are feeling the opportunities in the second half of life in ways that you never could have gotten to in the first half. That's why I say it's not possible. So, you know, if you're still with us and you're listening, I think we're just going to keep doing more of these conversations in the He Said, She Said podcast. I don't know. You'll, you chime in. You'll let us know what you think it should be called. Any final thoughts?
1: No, I think we've hit it all. I think it was a great conversation. I would just say stay tuned for more, and you can um, check out both of our websites. We have two different websites, and we have a lot of things coming up and going on. And I have two women's groups coming up. Women group, women's group, group. Oh my goodness, I have two groups coming up. Uh, One is online, and one is in person. So um, you can check that out on my website starting in january so cool. anything that you have coming up
0: um your search for meaning is the introductory program at the victor frankel meaning academy one of the two hats i wear and that'll be starting in january for anybody who wants a methodical both personal experience to discover meaning purpose and resilience in your lives but also the formal training the um, exploration of dr victor frankel and his wonderful ideas with my two fellow logotherapists, Dr. Dan and Dr. Elise. So that starts in January. You can get everything you need to know. Just go to mysoulcenter.org and you'll find Ariella's website. You'll find my website. You can jump off from there. Other than that, no, lots of good things going. And I just wish everybody listening a Merry Christmas and a happy Hanukkah and a meaningful new year. Yeah,
1: thanks so much for listening in. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Defiant Spirit Podcast with me, your host, Dr. Baruch Halevi. If you like what you heard, please consider leaving a five-star review and share this podcast with others. To learn more about the Defiant Spirit, get more inspirational content, or see how we might work together to live your Defiant Spirit, visit defiantspirit.org. Until then, take back your power and live your defiant.